The DNA test report is in. Child, you are the alleged father. It says the interpretation, the probability of paternity for this child. Are you for real? I'm dead serious. You're kidding me. Oh my God. What up, good people? Welcome to another installment of Righteous and Ratchet. I am your boy, Doughboy. And I am Kev on stage. Righteous and Ratchet, the top 200, the top 200. of all Apple podcasts. Of podcasts. all, and not just Get a certain your, You already know. And you, make sure you go and rate us on Apple. Five stars, please. Or don't rate us at all. If you are a hater, go to the mall. See the people in the middle. Buy some hater raid. Hey. Bring it in. Get out the way, cause we talk to Hona. We talk to Hona. We talk to Hona. We both pushing to Hona. That was kind of great. Got a little bars there. All right, here we go. And on Righteous, Righteous and Ratchet, Ratchet, we gotta let them know what we do here. Righteous and Ratchet is me and my good brother Kev on stage, mm-hmm. and we are not a typical podcast. We talk about what's going on in pop culture. We talk about yeah. what's going on in our personal lives. Yeah. We talk about a little bit of everything. We don't yeah. follow. No rules. No rules, nor format. Doughboy and I do this podcast because I ain't got no job mm-hmm. and I got a reason you're, you're to see him. You're going to have to explain that to I, I look at the comments and everybody wants to know why you don't work at All Deaf. So you might want to uh, just... I'll give you the quick... Give them the quick. The quick rundown. I love All Deaf and okay. the people there. They're mm-hmm. very important to me in my mm-hmm. life and my career. Uh-huh, yeah. But I realized I only had time in my life for three things. Okay. I could work full time at All Deaf. Mm-hmm. I could be a great family man. I could go on tour. Mm-hmm. I chose the family and the tour. I couldn't do all three oh, of those well. Right. And I just felt like it was time to bet on me. Yeah. And that's what and, I did. And you did that. And you, you're doing very well. So there you go. Because everybody like, wait, wait, Kevin. That's what they've been saying. <laughs> and that's and how they said that's it. That's exactly what I said. And a lot of people have, you know, when they see me, because I just be all iced out, the normal question they always ask is, yo, man, how much he spent on the wrist? And when hold you on, ask, me, hold on, though. Let me bl- Yeah, uh, you can put those on. You the, know when I pull the, the watch up. Oh, man. I don't even suck. go to the gym no more. I just lift my arm up because <laughs> ice, you feel me? That's why one of your arms is stronger than the other. Ice aesthetics. And the neck, I don't know how you keep it on. Even the dancing. Even <laughs> so most time people ask about the watch, and if you've got questions, uh, 300000 on the watch. Okay. Um, What's on the neck, by the way? 271000 Okay. And the grill? A hundred thousand. That's job. six hundred. And I don't even want to get the glasses. It's disgusting. On, but we ain't gonna do all that. You know what I'm saying? But okay. But what people have been asking about on the last episode was something on the, the last other two episodes. The last two episodes. And I know y'all seen it. Some of y'all thought it was an off-white campaign from Nike. It was not. It was a hospital bracelet. And I'm going to tell the story. But before I get into the story, mm-hmm. I want us to give a quick disclaimer because okay. as much as we joke around and we have jokes. This is a, a rather serious uh, topic. So, yes, um, you guys had been asking about it. I to know me to love me is to know what I'm about. I'm a very open book, um, yes. so I'm open about a lot of things. So, this is a chance for me to tell my testimony and give God the glory. So, uh, I don't want y'all to think we're making jokes. And I, I mean, of course, we're going to have our fun with it, but mm-hmm. serious topic, serious thing. So, serious topic, serious thing. And Doughboy is going to tell the story. And I'm going to tell the story. Listen, how I've been knowing what's been happening. Over. <laughs> uh, you're going to explain why you have a hospital bracelet on, okay. and then we're going to get to, and the then uh, we're going to get to the nitty matter, and then we're right. going to talk about life choices and decisions. And decisions. And you, you, you better speak a word because you. I'm going what I noticed in the last episode. 
Mm-hmm. Episode uh, two, when we were talking about uh, Pastor John Gray, mm-hmm. boy, you're having an anointing over your life, uh, boy. Come on, man, don't boy, talk you, about it. Boy, the way you speak about the boy, you're anointing from God. I'm running to Tarshish. Oh, I don't need to. That's Jonah. Okay. Was <laughs> Somebody Tarshish. was in the comments said, no boy was about to speak in tongues. I was like, you know, when I was young, I used to always want to speak in tongues, and I thought I wasn't holy enough because it never happened. Really? I did. I used to be like, you why speak can't in I? tongues when you lick spaghetti? Delicious. You don't even have to do that. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the story. All right. And I thought about how I want to talk about this um, just because I don't want to just go straight into it. So I think we should give them the, give ho- them the whole how did juxtaposition. We get get here. All, right. All right, so start it up. All right, so the the quick story about this, story, and I want you to chime in wherever okay. you feel necessary. Okay. The, 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 the quick story about my backdrop in life crazy childhood whatever we won't get it all that's not important okay. but moving forward to it you know when i met kevin a couple of years ago uh, about 2015 we started you know rocking together mm-hmm. um i had become a very uh a functioning alcoholic yes um as of today i'm about 388 days so Yo, sober y'all. so praise god for that clap it up Thank- for new nickname alert dobriety dobriety you know what that is so i'm i'm very uh i'm very um transparent about my sobriety because uh you know silence is what kills people with that disease that yes. i have yes. and so um i used to spend a lot of time drinking and doing it in in solitude by myself right um and i was always dealing with things from my past and mm-hmm. you know a, a traumatic family history to say the least so and he, even there would be times where because Kev has always had my back I remember one time I was drinking crazy and Kev had to put me in an Uber so, so I didn't get fired you were so listen you are my brother <laughs> let me tell you man you're my brother I don't know why I did if you never had me as my brother you love me don't you love me I love you you let bro for the, it was 40, the whole ride I was like Shut the up. Uber driver was in the thing like I'm sorry right. man I, no, the only thing worse than being drunk mm-hmm. is being sober next, next to, to someone drunk who's guy. drunk because they're like you're not it's, as funny as you think right. you are it's not hitting you're talking louder than you're you repeating think. yourself you're repeating yourself you're overly emotional oh. that's the crazy thing because as far as drunk as as much of an alcoholic a recovering alcoholic as i am drunk people now i'll just be like will you shut up remember when we were in vegas yes oh, oh we went to vegas i went to vegas for the first time a couple weeks ago yeah and i didn't drink and of course i didn't drink and I was just around just nothing but drunk people. I was like, this was just a bunch of me's. This is how I used to be. And I was looking at them I, like, yeah, yeah, though, this was like to be your friend. That this I, I, actually, that was the only time I saw you drunk. The, right. the Uber. The Uber top. Actually, so, there was another time. A couple you, times. You actually I just want to say this one time. <laughs> Doughboy was shooting a fake music video at All Death, okay? King of the Sixes. <laughs> King of the Sixes. He wanted to be a rapper, so he wanted to have Hennessy bottles, but he didn't, like, get Hennessy poured food out and court, pour coloring apple juice in. He just was like, I'm going to be drinking this for real. And was walking and around the office with no shoes on and a bottle of Hennessy. Drinking just it. drinking, and he, and he was like, I had to be, I had to the music video. I was like, first of all, no one said you had to drink it at all. And you no one said it for the to video. be real Hennessy right now. It no. was 3 p.m. He was happy. Half of a hen bottle in, and, and I was drunk coming into work. And let me and let me correct you. You said you haven't been around me drunk before. You've absolutely been around. Really? Me drunk. I just can control it. I was drunk a lot. Or oh, you were sloppy drunk though. I was absolutely sloppy drunk. Right. So okay, so say all that to say because I don't even know if you remember, but a lot of times when I would get drunk, like I would start to talk about things in my family, yes. like it would just all surface. So to be honest, to be very very transparent about my addiction, it was always me trying to run from things run from I didn't want to deal with situations whether it was 20, 30 years ago I, I, and to kind of quiet that down right. I would drink pass yes. out blah 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 yes. so that all hit ahead so and that's why I love Kevin so much and people right. always be like yo he's just, he's just your man Kev <laughs> and the reason why I love Kev so much is because despite all of my flaws Kev never judged me once 
even when I would mess up, mm-hmm. even when I would do things where I was stupid, it, he would go to bat for me and I would keep messing up. Like we got vlogs where we'd be 11 yes. days sober, 22 days. And every time I mess up, he'd just be like, all right, don't <laughs> I get have some vlogs that I couldn't even release because it was like, no boy's 14 days sober, but I hadn't had a chance to release it. And you relapsed. I was just yeah, like, well, just so we- I'm just going to keep that in the archives. And that's, <laughs> and that's why I always got so much love for you because it's mm-hmm. such a dark disease and you start to not believe in yourself that you can't do it so fast forward to last year Mm -hmm. right before i went to rehab for the second time in 2017 now i went to rehab earlier in may of 2017 and it got raided by the fbi (laughs) well first of all hold on true story no boy hits me like was like 12 days in i'm out i was like what what are you talking he was like bro the feds raided our rehab facility people was like running some sort of yes they were doing some type of operation insurance scam all type of stuff so doorway comes out of rehab like obviously god wants me to drink because my re- i mean and i was like of all and the people and it was a legit rehab it, it wasn't was a, like it was a sham of yes, a rehab was, place his his girl at the time like researched it and she was like a researcher it was it was five stars it was like creme de la creme of a rehab place in la and you know yeah. la does rehab well oh yeah that's with what the they celebrities do. around that's a, oh, what they do so yes. when when he came, I was like, I mean, state of the art facilities, and that's why they were scamming the living daylights out of the insurance Absolutely. company. Absolutely, you know. What's so when fun- he came home, he was like, "This is my life. I was drinking." <laughs> you know that thing I thought about the other day? I had went to rehab and I was gone for two weeks. I had sent this long email to half of the company, drunk while I was typing it. Came back two weeks later, drunk the day that I came back. <laughs> like oh man it ain't nothing I'm back in the mix there's people at work taking me to go get drinks you're not a real alcoholic let's go get drinks oh my god that drove me insane yes. you basically had a mistrial like you had murdered dead to rights <laughs> eight body you got caught with the gun in your hand on videotape life in, in prison and you and came out of a mistrial came home came in two home weeks and right back to the bricks Started literally the, the worst out. thing ever so at that point then that's when the downhill really started. Right. I, the girl he was just talking about, this is a girl I was thinking I was going to marry, live happily ever after with. That was over with. She was done with it. I had to live with that. And so then we go to the day that I almost got fired because you right. always hear us references. Now, the day I was got fired, I was late to work and it was a really, really important shoot and it was because I had been drinking and doing a bunch of stuff all the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I come in, I missed the whole season finale of the show. Kev, I had never seen him like that before. First of all, I've never even really seen Kev mad. Mm-hmm. I've seen him not as happy mm. as times. And sometimes I call him angry Kev because he'll just be a little, you know, a little snappy. But I never seen him like this. And it really, really broke my heart because he had looked out so much for me. And I felt like I put him in such a terrible position. Like he came and he was he was pacing back and forth and he kept like rubbing his legs. And like he's just giving me a bunch of nervous. And I knew he was about to fire me. So at this point, I'm talking to God. I'm like, God. I love my job. ADD is tatted on my arm. Like, I'm right. like, God, I can't lose this job. Yeah. It's too important to me. Please. I know he's about to fire me. Can you please stop him? I'm, I'm talking to God as you're talking. I speak to God in public. I speak to God in public. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, all right. And he's just talking. He was like, though, you, we've talked about this. Cause he had already given me as much rope as he could give me. And they were man. on his head. Yes. And he was just like, though, look like you good and everything, but I can't, I can't continue to do this. And I'm like, all right, God, he's about to fire me. I was like, I hope he's still my friend after this. I said, but God, if he don't, if you give me one more chance, I'll go to rehab right now. And I kid you not, the next word that came out of Kevin's mouth was, you got one last chance. And if you don't do it, there's no more to talk about. I'm walking you downstairs to HR. They're going to give you your paperwork. Love you, death. No you two weeks. Go. Please leave immediately. Tell them what happened after you told me that. That man went, <laughs> I, I ain't going to hold you. Elevator. Boom. Boop. 
<laughs> Second floor, HR, I'm gone. Okay, I'm, CEO, I'm out of here. Rehab, set me up. And, Bought the ticket mm-hmm. before it was out of the office in literally no less than five minutes. Out. Plane ticket bought in 15 minutes. Mm. Less than 24 hours later, he's in Houston, Texas. Texas. And, and shout out to All Deaf because All Deaf, my oh, family. man. I was like, look, I'm broke. I ain't got no money. Had a cut. Hey. I'm going to wire some money to your account right now. Took very, very Paid for the rehab. Paid for the rehab. Paid me while I was in rehab. So when people ask me about my loyalty. some cash to pay your rent. I said, I just don't know how I could pay the bills. (laughs) Here's some money. We'll keep giving you a check. And the CEO looked at me in the face and said, don't worry about your job. We love you. Go get better. Your job will be here when you get back. Right. So shout out to the shout out to that guy. Shout out to Osman. I'll say who is shout out to Osman. I love you, brother. So I go. The light finally goes off when I get to, to rehab and I finally start to settle in like, all right, cool. Make it through the 30 days. Come home like, all right, we start the sobriety fight. So now, now I'm back home. So now this is where the story begins mm-hmm. to take that turn. So now I'm already reeling because the, the woman that I'm in love with is just gone. Like I got it yeah. and I have to accept that. And this is the thing that I want to talk about with alcoholism and addiction. It's, it's very rarely the act of what you're doing that's mm-hmm. the problem. A lot of times people be like, you just need to stop drinking. Or you just need to stop smoking cigarettes. What I learned is you need to go into what is making you right. self-medicate. Right. So now I, I that's what I learned in rehab. You, I have to fill my feelings. I can't run. I can't go get drunk. Because you were just basically de- having things in your life happen, and mm-hmm. instead of dealing with them or going to therapy, you were like, okay, here's what I'll do. Right. I will drink, and, and then I'll I won't know what's happening. I will pass out. Because mm-hmm. you would convince yourself you couldn't sleep without alcohol. It's, I told like, myself everything. You, And uh, then we started working out after you were like, bro, actually, I, I sleep very, very well. well. <laughs> <laughs> All those things. So, but Yeah, but the thing that... that the most, and this is the thing you didn't do the first rehab because mm-hmm. you you didn't do no inner no working. working exactly. Yeah, alcoholism was for you was the symptom mm-hmm. of the the um, <clears throat> absence of the ability to deal with the pain in your life. Absolutely. And instead of dealing with the pain in your life, you were just like, all right, I just won't. I don't want to feel nothing, so I'll be suppress it. incoherent. Right. So that was the thing that we were doing <laughs> the whole time. So now. I'm I'm out and I'm like, okay, I know what my triggers are. Family situations are my triggers. Yep. So if there's anything with family, I learned this about myself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I have to be honest. So now I'm just out living life. Girl that I, of my dreams, I lost her. Through the, I'm dealing with a lot of guilt with that. So now I'm just trying to be, you know, yeah. somewhat responsible. Oh, yeah. Go hang out with a young lady. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, with this young lady, um, and we're not going to say her name either way because, you know, we respect privacy. But it wasn't a ton of dating involved. It was, <laughs> hey, you want to hang out? It, and it wasn't not even like, on no, but you know, we. Right. it wasn't a ton of build up, a ton of getting to know each other. It was You didn't know her out. middle name. Didn't know. No, not at all. We just hung out and some things happened. Okay. And um, Sexual things. Sexual things. Okay, y'all wasn't playing Scrabble. We wasn't playing Scrabble. Y'all wasn't playing uh, Jenga? We wasn't playing uh, Tiddly Winks, maybe Titty Winks. Oh, was that too, <laughs> was that too far? Okay, <laughs> anyway. We'll edit that out. Probably. Anyway, so, so anyway. So um, some things happened, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we hung out, you know, adults, whatever happened. All right, cool. Didn't talk a ton after that. And, 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 and let me also say this. When I got out of rehab, my goal was to not date seriously for yes. years. So now I, I'm, I'm already in the mind state. Like if I date within a year, I'm probably going to relapse and die. Right. Is what I've told myself. So we hang out. All right, cool. No foul, no harm, no foul. Yeah. Hung out. Cool. Get a call from a young lady a uh, couple months later. Uh, <laughs> huh. A bun cooking in the oven and I ain't talking banana bread. You feel me? And I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, so long story short, not to even go into all the, it was, a conversation as to what should be done. Mm-hmm. This is where we're really bearing our souls. We, we contemplated every option. 
maybe you first of all you you you're touching gracefully over some stuff okay, okay? Well, you know well, then bring it in you know, i mean just 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 we we hung out okay you're right you're right we're, we're going to tell the story this tell the story i mean we ain't we ain't dealing with 5 year olds okay. i mean you ain't got to be grotesque right, 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 right. but i mean we 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 had sexual relations unprotected because doughboy's mantra was what condoms are for suckers okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that later why we'll that's not that. true right 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 it used to be like you know what condom is like <laughs> it's like eating a steak with a balloon on your tongue <laughs> you can taste nothing you can taste, and also, well, what if steak could give you AIDS? You might want to just deal with the balloon you, on your. You can also get uh, hit by a truck. That does not. That's not how you do this. So. so when he says hung out with a young lady, he means they made sweet, it. passionate, sweet, passionate fornication. Hot forty-five seconds of it because it had been a month so of love, right? Making love, okay. and it was unprotected. 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 Amen. Exactly. Huh? Uh-huh. Now, if you're gonna make one choice to have un- have sex outside yeah. of marriage, that's one choice. It is one choice. But to ma- have unprotected sex outside of marriage with mm-hmm. a woman you you're not sure of her sexual history, don't know her, she's never been tried. tested, yeah. or yeah. as far as you know, yeah, you, know she nothing. doesn't know whether you've been. We tested, just out here just living, and you just live in wreck. And that that really opened my eyes about that because we all do that. Listen, we all don't. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> So everybody not having just unsafe sex? I have never, even before I got married, I had never had unprotected sex. Really? Never. Never. There's I don't a lot know of, that I had ever had protected sex. <laughs> the first couple. There's years. a lot of people who have a lot of um, protected sex mm-hmm. who who slip up here and there, and there's people like you who just be straight. I started. Uh, I started in the raw. Unprotected. So. <laughs> hard to go straight, back. From straight sushi. Yeah. Straight sashimi. sashimi um, but the thing that you're doing when you're ri- when you're having unprotected sex, you're doing a couple things. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are risking your health. Yes. Literally your health, and you are risking bringing a child into this earth right. and the thing about unprotected sex the, the, the stds there's some that are lifelong mm-hmm. and a child like like the sex is generally let's just say you had a great experience uh-huh. it's less than an hour a the results less. of that decision lifelong man that i got i got two kids in the house mm-hmm. okay on other side of the house right now mm-hmm. result of a decision i made on purpose right and it's still like oh man they, they want to eat again they just won't stop growing they don't now it's hard to be a parent and i'm in a committed relationship with my wife and mm. we are both raising two children in the home and that's hard, hard. Right, right so to have a child potentially with someone you don't know that well don't know. and even if you know them well parenting is hard co-parenting is harder right being a single parent is even harder all of that so that's why and it's hard on the child Come on. Yeah. And that's the thing about parenthood. You are literally mm-hmm. the basis for this person's it's outlook in life. All of it. The way you act and move that brings them into the world, how they navigate life. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot of pressure, first of all. Absolutely. But that's, you are literally responsible for the way they see the world at the beginning. A- absolutely. And I feel like we, as potential parents and as just humans, we should take that decision with a little more care Absolutely. than we often do. Patrick Cloud was, I just wanted to say this just to piggyback on that point talking about this story. Patrick Cloud was telling me a cool story. He said that he was watching an interview with this uh, baseball player who I went to go talk to some people in the prison. Mm-hmm. And um, they were just like, how'd you, you know, get to become a baseball player? Da, da, da. He was like, man, my dad, he used to just play catch with me and my dad used to just be like, man, you're going to make it to the league one day. And yeah. I just believed it and I made it. And he right. was speaking in the prison and one of the guys that he was speaking to was like, man, you know, my dad told me I was going to end up in prison. 
And here I am. Like, oh I wasn't nothing. I was going to end up in prison. Like, so these are two kids, two parents, two things that they told them, and they both happened. So it's very wow. important. That is parenting. super heavy. For real. So to, 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 to get back to the story, and I also want to touch this, because you also said that not only when you're having sex unprotected or just sex in general, but let's just keep it unprotected. You're, you're, dealing, with, you're dealing with the STD risk, mm-hmm. risk of a child. This is something that I learned in, in having sex. There's also a thing called soul ties mm-hmm. that we don't even really be thinking right. about. And like a lot of times, like your mood be off. Like you don't understand. Like that's right. a very intimate act. That that's another thing that's there. You can't get any closer to no. a human being than, than that. to be inside of their body. Right. <laughs> you are literally inside, inside of their body. Yeah. Like if you're going to let some, I don't even <laughs> let people in my door. People have rings, checks, like, oh, don't come in my house, bro. but you come in my body, bro. You can be inside. I barely of my, let people drink off me. Make, bruh. Be inside? I won't eat food that hit the floor for five seconds. But I don't know that I sex, believe that. No, people are. <laughs> <laughs> but there's people out here right. who are like, oh, five second rule, that's gross. Right. Unprotected sex? Sign ah, me up. Right. Sign me up. So these are all the things that has a functioning, you know, adult in my yes. age should know and of course I'm acting stupid so fast forward so now she's pregnant she gives mm-hmm. me a call I'm pregnant she, at the, I'll just be honest the thought initially was we was going to get rid of the child mm-hmm. that was we it going and to have an abortion going to have an abortion we're going to say the words because that's yeah. the thing you can't be afraid of these things you you dancing around right okay and the reason why is because we both knew you know I, already, I still got this one year rule of a relationship so I can't even start to do this with you as far mm-hmm. as a relationship and then also we know we're not together both not really where we're ever like, like that's just you're having a kid with a stranger essentially like I know her but I don't know her so you know and that's what's tough on her as well because right. you know and so and you know through and I don't believe in circumstances or coincidences but for whatever reason we actually were gonna do it yeah and, and I remember it, you telling me I like, tell you like, it's you, set for this day you and also you were like this you to your credit mm-hmm. you were always like that ain't really how I act right yeah. and the thing is like where we work. Mm-hmm. And people our age, mm-hmm. that is that is very common, right? In 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 people our age, mm-hmm. and I was very surprised. You were just like, I'm not I'm surprised, not, but you were like to to make such a brass decision when you when you were like she's pregnant. You were like, man, I ain't. You know, she was feeling it. like right. you know she she don't want to have an abortion, but that's not really my thing. Like I I, I made the decision, mm-hmm. and I'm okay dealing with. it. I was like, well, shout out to absolutely. Like, and, let, and let me even expand on that a little bit because. Kind of how it was when we were first talking. It was like, you know, that's what she's saying to me. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, this is how I feel about this situation. And at the time, because we don't even know each other like that. I'm like, okay, well, I can't tell you what to yeah. do. You're not asking me. I remember you're you being me. like, look, you're telling me to do this. Right. I don't agree with it. With I don't it, but, want you to do this. Right. But if that's what you're wanting to well, do. Actually, but that was a little out of sequence. So let me tell you okay. so how that actually happened. So we're talking and she's telling me. So at the time, I'm just like, because my opinion wasn't asked. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, is there anything that you need me to do? Like, whatever, da, da, da. She's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, whatever, whatever. Then whatever for reason, it doesn't happen. Right. Then she calls me back. And you're like, you know what? I realized I didn't even ask you what you thought about this. Right. Now, I can go and do it at this point, but how do you feel about it? Right. You know me. Like, yeah. I'm an honest person. I'm <laughs> almost honest to a flaw. I'd rather, I, I'd rather, because I'm always like that. I'm like, I'd rather lose people with the truth than keep them with a lie. Yeah. I just don't do that. So yep. she asked me, she said, well, what do you think? I said, look, I'm not into that. Right, I'm not in the playing God. Right, I'm not in no disrespect to anybody who ever has made that right. decision, but me. For, for for I don't do that. A D B. Anthony Doughboy Belcher. Belcher Virginia, please. Junior. A D B J. So I I told her I said, look, we sat down. I was man enough to sit down and do what I did with you. I'm man enough, right, to to do what's necessary, right. You know, to so raise she, a child, to yeah. raise this child. Yeah. You know, and so she was like, okay, well, let me give her some thought. She gave her some thought. She gave her some hard thought because this is not an easy decision. You're talking about a life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So she, she she gave me some thoughts. She hit me back. She was like, you know what? To be very, very honest with you, this was bothering me the whole time. 
and I didn't want to do it. I just didn't know how you were going to take this. I didn't want you feeling like I was coming after you for whatever, trying to trap you, whatever. I don't feel comfortable doing this either. Mm-hmm. So it would, I'd rather just us have this child. Okay, so now we're having a child. So now we're now we're setting the table of what the hospital. So as far as you know, you are her partner during this time. Partner, this is your child, child. and 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 here we here here we we go. So go ahead, we go. So now, so now we're you know we're setting up. Now this becomes where the difficult part is because she's a woman, she's pregnant. Different emotions happen. Mm -hmm. You want the father of your child to be there, right? And in my mind, and then we also had that conversation. So when we had that conversation, I said, look. I'm not dating anybody for a year. This with this whole sobriety thing that I got going on. Hold on, just I want to pause. <laughs> How are you not dating but having sex is? Cool. That's the thing. I'm not dating at all. But can I do sex, it? Sex, I will do. Now because, get to know you. Not my thing. Random sex, I'll allow it. I wasn't even trying to really have sex, and like that's the thing. When I had had sex, hold on, I had. Hold on. I, I, when people say that, I wasn't even trying to do that. Did you slip and fall in some sex? No, like, but it's whoa! just like it's just like when you're trying to eat healthy. Okay. And you eat a burger. It's like yeah, I but I drive to, to Chick Fil A, and I drive to chicks' houses. Mm. <laughs> it just happened. I get it. And actually. girls be hollering, but that's neither the story. I mean, what, you, you, you know, I see the handsomeness. Come on, man. The lighty brown eyes. Come on, man. Are those green? Are they light brown? On, I don't man. know. So, so you know, they be out there. So, so now at the time, it's now becomes difficult because, and then also when we talked, I said I'm not gonna date you for a year. So that's kind of off the table. And then like I don't. You know, I'm not into trying to build that right now, but let's just <laughs> not oh, even you told her that before. No, you I told had... her after we knew that we're having this child. I told her straight up. Like, was this I... before the sex or after? after? Clearly after the sex. Once I know she's pregnant, I'm like, then you say I'm not really trying to. Date. So I was trash for that. I was Jesus. trash. I was trash. I was bait. I was Mr. Bait and Switch. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry to her. I'm, I apologize. So Do, have you apologized to her? I have. She's, okay, a, she's a great woman. And, I, and I while we her. say this, yes, Doughboy. It was his idea to do this on the podcast. Um, it was very. People were asking about were it. Asking. He got her permission. Got her to talk to her. She, and she was all for it because she watches the podcast. She watches the because podcast and was like, how about you tell the story tell live? The story Which live. tells me she is absolutely certain. Yes. Oh, she, in her mind, this child is mine. Oh. But I don't know her like that. So I'm like, we're going to test this baby. I just don't know you like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. Fast forward, go through the whole the whole oh, pregnancy. Man. It was it wasn't really tough. Like we had a couple of arguments because of you know like whatever, but we made it through. So then fast forward to the here and the present. So uh-huh. this is where we're at. So now we make it through the you know through the through the the whole pregnancy whatever. And like the, this is this is this is where I was flawed, and this is where I would like to this is where I feel like the lesson can start to be right. taught to people. And the reason why I was even speaking about the alcoholism. What alcoholism taught me is that you have to face the problems in your life in real time. Right. You can't wait for it. You can't self-medicate. You have to go at it when it happens because that's a recipe for disaster for me when I run away from things. Yes. So during this whole pregnancy, I was running away from it. You know, like I just wasn't acting like a man expecting a child. Right. I'm out there ripping and running. I'm dealing with other women, whatever I'm doing, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not acting like I'm not there to hold her, comfort her. What she would like, I'm not as present as I was when we made the child. I'm just, that's you. Call me when, you know, and I was trash for that. And I'm okay enough to say that because self-awareness is what can help you to change something. And mind you, you were completely sober during this time. Completely sober. So this wasn't a drunk decision. You're just a trash individual at this point in your life. Absolutely. This was a decision. And I love you. Yeah, but you got it. But you have to be able to own it or you can't change it. So yes. And good on you for apologizing and realizing the error of your ways. Error of my way. So we go through the whole pregnancy without too many hiccups and then we arrive. To December seventeenth, 
and the baby is born. So that's why I had the hospital bracelet mm-hmm. on. So mind you, now this was now this is what I really want to talk about. Mm-hmm. As a man going through a pregnancy, not a hundred percent sure if the child is yours, I don't know that there is a more torturous yeah. experience. Because you don't like you don't, you don't know. know I don't know to be happy, get... excited. I don't know if I can tell people. I don't want to be embarrassed if it's not mine. Yeah. I don't want to be the dude just to show up on the gram with a baby like what? What? Yeah. It's not like some J's. Like <laughs> so. That's what I'm no, dealing, and it's very. Baby, t- it's not like some J's. You know. <laughs> And honestly, I got the new Concords, <laughs> six pounds, eight ounces. Out here. <laughs> Gonna so, have them forever. So that's what I'm dealing with the whole time, and I'm trying to stay glued because you know, family situations are my number one trigger. Right for alcohol, and I don't want to relapse. Right. My biggest thing is like I just don't want this to affect me enough. So maybe that's why I wasn't trying to face it. But that's not good either. No, you still got to face it. If if the, if the world is a swimming pool, you can't just duck your head under the water and think stuff gonna go away. Yo, drown. Right. Get up and deal with it and start swimming. So mm-hmm. we get there, and so now I'm I'm being as supportive. She gives me a call. I go to see the baby born. I named her. She accepted that. Like I can't like because I'm like you know. And so then the baby's born, and and in the in the delivery room, I'm sitting there holding her leg, and I watch this child come out and just. And then when you hold a baby, you can't help but to fall in love with uh, this child. When when my first son <sighs> was born, Bruh. you talk about. I, you know, the Bible talks about God's unconditional love and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in all that, but it talks about that. And I never really, like, grasped that because I don't love Melissa unconditionally. Really? And, and, oh, no. Melissa was a multiply cheat on me. Love gone. Really? Oh, no. Absolutely. Because she, you know, she could hurt me to the point where oh, I could yeah. fall out of love with her. Okay. When your child is born, when, mm-hmm. when Zay Zay came out and JoJo came out, <laughs> And you see them little lives who literally, if you put them down, they cannot feed themselves. They can't they move. Can't they can't even nothing. turn over. I right. was just like, man, that's my baby. Right. Like I created, I yes. had a part in creating this human life. And, and that was the first time I really felt unconditional. There's nothing on earth this baby could do to that would make me not feel. love them. I could be disappointed in them, angry upset but to fall out of love with oh it forget never. it yeah and i feel the same way about kiara like you know absolutely what I'm saying? Like kiara was born and kiara was like very like you know because i grew up just in like a very very strict like environment so i was yeah. almost taught that like crying was like a weakness we were all taught you that. know and just like not to show emotion and that made you soft and i remember i had went like uh, maybe like 11 years without crying just like i'd be at a funeral just <laughs> Like I was holding it in, and then when Kiara was when Kiara was born, I cried. Hold on, why could you even cry at a funeral? Everybody's crying at a funeral. Because you just I'm I was raised in a very tough environment. Like you just gotta be tough. Like Jesus, I thought, and I was internalized. You can't even cry at funerals, Grandma. You won't have a stroke. I know. That's what I was doing to myself. By the way, man, we got to stop. We got to start dealing with our feelings. You have to. Seeking a therapist. We can't do, we can't go on like this. And there's a stigma about mental health in the community. And it's just. Because what ends up happening is you're going to die. Literally, you're going to die. You will. And so going through, and, and that was another thing too, about even just the whole situation being there, just. That's when I feel like it really started to hit me. Yeah. The gravity, like being in the delivery room, yeah. meeting her mother for the first time mm-hmm. in the delivery. I felt like such a terrible man. Right. Like just like, Tony, you got to be better than this. Like, you could have made better decisions. 
than to I was ashamed. Like yeah. I didn't want nobody to know. I haven't made any announcements. Right. I was just in my shell. But then what changed me was sitting there holding her leg and you know, they're trying to get the, the baby out. And you know, I think that bellicle cord that got wrapped around her cord her neck for a second. Mm. And it just really broke down in my head like this here is this child fighting to come in this world. She mm-hmm. didn't have to be created. Right. And all she is gonna be looking for is the love from her parents. Yeah. And I felt like I had robbed her mother that that whole experience. And I just felt terrible. Right. And then my guilt started to kick in. And then I started to feel those feelings like when I drink, because then I'm like, I start to feel so inadequate. You start to be man. like, I, I start it to feel like the myself. spotlights of life are on you. For real. That's the thing that men, we deal with. The, it's, uh, my wife was, talks about this a lot. It's called the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And it's like the feeling that you're going to be found out. Yes. Like, I'm not who I people think mm-hmm. I am. And, and it feels like, you know, this man, these lights are on me and everybody knows. And, Everybody's and I, I just want to, boom, you know, I want to stuck my hand in the, in the sand, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely a, a thing men feel because we're supposed to provide. That's, it's that's literally like we're wired the to function provide. That we're supposed to do. So you see this child breaking into the world and I'm like, I'm, I ain't really even put that much thought into this, the, the decision that brought you exactly. to this point. And this whole time I've been running from it. Like, right. You know, and I, I, I felt so, so low. Like, and, and, and that's why I know you are really my bro. Cause I didn't even tell you about this. I think the day after I was going through it, like I was just in my room and I was just like sitting there and I like, I like I cried. Cause I was mm-hmm. just like, man, like, you know, cause now, cause I, well, I'll talk about that, but this, this is the part I want to tell you. So I was just super sad. I was like, I cried for a second. And then you text me out the blue, like, yo, you okay? And I'm like. <laughs> yeah, man. Like you know, what I'm saying it's just like that's just you the bond a, that we you became a man like, again. Like you just yeah, yeah. I'm good <laughs> in your just own room by yourself. Cleaning the gun. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> Put on some Tim's and start playing DMX. <laughs> Where <Wait>, my dog? <laughs> I'm hurting. So, <laughs> so, so, punch a stranger. What's up? What you looking at? Uh, Screw uh, up. <laughs> Move, lady. Okay, so so that's the thing. So I, I so I appreciate that. So then, so but going oh, back man. through the, you know, to the to the delivery room. So now I'm just hit with a bunch of emotions. I'm like, I love this child. I want this child to be. Mine. Yeah. I want to raise her. She's look like such an. And I seen her eyes and just. So then, so then now comes the difficult part of. I don't know that I've ever done anything that was more difficult than waiting for family and doctors to clear a room to put a cotton. A, a Q-tip thing in my four-hour-old daughter's mouth to swab her cheek to get a DNA sample. Like I felt like I had failed. Yeah, I felt like I had become disconnected from who I truly am. Right. And that's another way that I felt when we were making the decision on what we were gonna do. Because when I started like thinking about why I didn't want to have a baby, it was some of the selfish things I've said right. in my life. Like, oh, ain't no girl gonna want to. Dude with two kids and a newborn, and I ain't even where I'm at with my like. I've never felt so selfish, right? And I felt that in that room, like having to. She's four hours old, and I'm swabbing her cheek for thirty seconds, mm-hmm. four separate times, right? Like it, that changed me inherently. No matter what comes from this test, like right. I just have to move different. So that brings us to where we're at. That brings us to the moment of truth. The reason <laughs> why I had this bracelet on is because I went to go watch the birth. Now we need to find out if she is my child. And I waited. I've had these results for about two hours now. And I did not open them because I did not want 
my reaction to be disingenuous or forced. I just wanted it to be real and whatever it is. Now, mind you, let's just let's just weigh it out what it's going to be either way. Well, the thing is, I want to say this. Okay. <clears throat> Doughboy was adamant about doing it like this. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> you could easily just check and we could still tell the story. Right. But he wanted to make sure people knew about what happens when you make choices like he made. Right. So that hopefully somebody younger than him who mm-hmm. hasn't made that choice, if you, you know, if you're thinking about having unprotected sex, realize that what you're trading for this feeling is this anguish and and pain hurt so realize that there's consequences to every choice you make Mm -hmm. but the consequences for unprotected sex can be life changing and life altering and they play just more than physical components of your life like this is something family is something that's tied directly to my alcoholism which is a thing that can kill me going to the gym or not this morning in the grand scheme of things probably doesn't affect my life Mm-hmm. choice and the amount of time I'm in the gym is the amount of time you're in the bed mm-hmm. but that result of one day whatever I did I, I was probably in the bed a lot less time than you were in the gym it was, it was a hot 90 seconds I'm not gonna hold you uh, <laughs> it wasn't a ton of time so, but I feel you yeah <laughs> but so now we're here at the uh, moment of truth moment of truth Doughboy has the results but let's weigh out either way what that's, that's what in, in, in being able to face your feelings you have to be able to know you have to be able to look at every situation. So how do you in. feel if this so child if is the not the child yet. is not mine, I'm going to be hurt. Okay. Because I want her to be mine. Mm. I have grown an attachment to her. Mm-hmm. I have named this child. I've looked in this child's eyes when she was moments old. Right? Mm-hmm. And I love her. Yes. Regardless if she's mine or not. So right. I will be hurt. I will have to find creative ways to deal with that hurt to make sure that I don't go back to self-medicating, drinking, right. You know, you might get a call at two o'clock in the morning tonight. No, like, I don't. Know. I better not. You might. You better do it. If the this. baby's not mine and I'm crying. Oh, I thought you meant because no, you were drunk. No, I'm saying that I'm, you might get you're what you're one of three oh, okay. people on my kill switch list that if it all goes bad and I have a drink in my hand, I made a promise to myself that I would call and talk to one of the three people. You got it. So call me at so, eight though. Two a.m. is tough. Would you rather me call you? Uh, do you rather we call you at two o'clock in the morning? Uh, sober or six o'clock in the morning drunk my phone's on do not disturb i'm gonna take it off do not disturb at least for 72 hours i'm gonna take it off do not disturb so if it's not mine i'm going to be hurt yeah i'm gonna be devastated that's gonna be it the baby is mine i'm going to be very very happy oh i see you light up like i've seen her little face her little nose little (laughs) baby and i want to and i want to be able to change the narrative that was happening before and that's another thing i want to say to people too is like just because you make a mistake don't mean you got to make another mistake yeah. to correct your oh, mistake. Yeah. You can make a mistake and just be like, okay, I messed up. Own it. Right. All right, what do I need to do yeah. to fix this? So yes. that's where we are at now. And um, the results either way, we're we going we gon- to – well, either way. But So how do you want to do this? Do you want to look? Do you want no, me to look? I would rather you look. But is that not facing your feelings? No. This is just – I don't just – this is, I'm, this is facing it because I'm about to hit I, it. My heart is beating. Okay. And I, I, no matter what happens – it don't affect me personally. Right. I mean, the baby's not coming to live in my house. It affects right. me because it's right. going to affect you. Right. Okay, so this is the, one, this is the one that says DDC. D- Shout out to DDC DNA test. The same people that oh. uh, that uh, test on the Maury show. Um, should, we, should, we, should we pray pounding. for him? Should we pray for, I think we should pray before we do this. You should pray because you pray better than me. 
Y'all be listening to me more than prayers. Uh, just no, just better, pray. and we don't have to interlock. I want to hold no. We don't have to interlock. Why can't we interlock? We can hold hands. We don't have to interlock. Interlock. You don't want to interlock? No, just just hold. We can hold. Why are you? We're gonna talk about it. Why are you against interlocking your fingers? First of all, your hands are sweaty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just palm to palm is the is the man way. Right, now let me be on the top. Why is that a thing? I don't know. It's the power uh, position. Okay. All right. All right cool. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for this opportunity to learn about ourselves, God, to learn about life and choices and making the right decisions and the results of the consequences of our actions. God, we just pray that whatever the results of this test are, that the that the child in question receives the best life possible and that Doe and the mother continue to use this moment as an opportunity to make better life choices either way. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Okay. Your phone's locked. <laughs> I, it was terrible timing. <laughs> it, it, it Are lo- you serious? It locked during the prayer. Oh, it's terrible. I know. All right. Okay. Okay, the results aren't actually in this email. You have to click a link. And <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> you have to click a link. There's a username. Come on, Mr. Producer. Come on. You I didn't know, I did, you didn't. I never have done this before. Oh, come on, Kevin. Don't say it like Maury. Don't say I'm in not, the case of Jay I just don't want this to feel like what a, do you want a me Jay to say? before. Just say, don't say in the case of three-day-old Jada. Okay. That just sounds real Maury Povich, Jerry Springerish. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you know the username? Are you kidding me? <laughs> the whole username thing. <laughs> Pull up the email on your laptop. Uh, I'm so sorry. Come I've never done come that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. We okay. We prepped it. I just knew that the there's email. A user, there's a user. It's a whole thing. Okay, okay, okay. You were so afraid to open it. You didn't even I like did check. This is the worst reveal the ever. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Find the original email. Okay. Wait, okay, okay, okay. What they want me to do? Another rewrite? Okay, okay, that's not. Let me just find this. Okay, 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 okay. Jeez, jeez. Okay, I might just have to end up reading it the way you do it. <laughs> I know. This, you yes, can't blame me. Stupid old. Hold on a second. <laughs> Where is it at? It's it's gonna be unread now. Where is it? This is the worst. Where's the first email you got from them? Hold, oh, okay, that's what, because I'm not in the right inbox. Dang Come it. on, this, get in the okay, right inbox. Okay, all right, all right. What the? What the? A few moments later. Okay. I'll chop some of this out. Okay, absolutely. Okay. Where? Okay, I'm in the right email. Okay. Let, no, it's Okay, here we go. Okay, okay. Here we go. There we go. So you have to update. If you don't mean to do the morning thing, what do you want me to say? Just say, like, no. Just tell it in like a cool Kevin way. Okay. Okay, so case information. Okay, oh, no, no, no. Case information. Right? Okay. Here, right. Just type it down in the notes. Is that the. Hold on. I got it. I got it. Okay. 4298. 4298. All right, here we okay. go. Okay. All I, all I can think of is the Mori way. Jeez. Okay, do whatever you got to do. At this point, I want to punch you if you don't tell me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, here we go. All right. 
All right. Come on, Kevin. Okay, it's, it's opening. Okay. All right. Do you have the information? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. The DNA test report is in. Child, you are the alleged father. It says the interpretation, the probability of paternity for this child is 0%. It's not mine? It's not. Are you for real? I'm dead serious. You're kidding me. Zero percent. Oh my god. The alleged father is excluded as the biological father of the tested child. This conclusion is based on the non-matching alleles observed at the low-key listed above with the PI equal to zero. The alleged father lacks the genetic markers. I'm only laughing because I'm so nervous. It's a defense mechanism. The alleged father lacks the, the genetic markers that must be contributed to the child by the biological father. The probability of paternity is 0%. Now that's a lot to unpack. Oh my God. We were looking at the picture. I, this is our, my baby. Just, <laughs> I don't even know. How I just feel. knew. That it was your your child. I knew it. She must have known it because she allows you to do this. And in her defense, let me put my <laughs> and we still man. Read it again, Kevin. Run it again. Are you serious? Combined paternity index zero. Probability of paternity zero percent. They have all these allele sizes and. I'm locus. Okay. So. Hey. Okay. So. Are you sure that you're reading this right? Don't read this wrong. I'm not. You better I know. Read it. The alleged father is excluded as the biological father of the tested child. This conclusion is based on the non-matching alleles observed at the Loki listed above with a PI equal to zero. The alleged father lacks the genetic markers that must be contributed to the child by the biological father. The probability of paternity is 0%. You see it? Look. Wow. 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 I, 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 what are you thinking? I think... Today is going to be a, tonight's going to be a very very important night for me and my sobriety. I might go to an AA meeting because sometimes how I mask pain is yeah. smiling. Right, I I feel devastated and like my hand is shaking, and I think that's my natural right disposition to pain. Yes, I not only feel pain for myself, I feel pain for her mother. Mm-hmm. I feel pain for her. For pain for everybody involved in this situation. It's not a laughing matter. It's not something that's funny to me. And I feel like I indirectly, I, I don't know how I feel, but I know that I'm glad that I know. I'm glad that I took the time to figure it out now and not wait. 
it's going to be a lot to a lot to, unpack. a lot to unpack but you know this is this is what we do my phone's on do not disturb yeah nah, yeah um and you and, do know that and i'm gonna have to i just i and this is why poor decisions should be de- uh, avoided at all costs mm-hmm. because now i have to face this now like this is something that i have to i, I don't know how to deal with that right i'm gonna have to pray it out i'm gonna have to you know, you know, I don't I, want kids. Like I, I'm like. I think you had accepted. That was I was ready to. You had accepted. I was ready to start. <laughs> no baby, like, right? You know, you uh, had YouTube. accepted the your place in the whole thing. I was, and I was okay. Yes, with whatever it was. Man, how do you feel about this, Kevin? I, wow. I'm gonna be honest because wow. you're my boy. I'm gonna be honest. I feel bad for you Jesus. that you did not get the res- expected result. Mm. But at the same time, mm. I'm happy for you because you have another chance to, to make right, good decisions. Yeah. You have a chance to meet the woman of your dreams and, and, and know that you are planning a pregnancy and a child and to know without a shadow of a doubt, like that was an amazing feeling. And this is not, I'm not trying to gloat. Like, when Liz was pregnant, I was like, oh, I was there. I was going to appointments. That wasn't a thing that I was concerned with. And when Zay was born, it was, you know what I mean? There's that certainty felt great. Same thing with Joe. And I know how you are. You, you know, you come from the mean streets of Sacramento, but you ain't tough. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. Uh, I mean, you just, you would have loved to have, you know, so I think, you know, you, you now have another chance, just like you did with sobriety. You have another chance to do this the right way because, to be honest, that the, the girl lives far. It's expensive. There's a lot of things. I'm. I don't mean to be callous. Right, I'm right. just giving you my honest affiliate. You're, like, you're you're giving me a scope of the situation. Yes, you're just giving me the facts. It not, sucks, yeah. but in some ways, you you dodged a bullet. <sighs> the children are a lifetime, not just 18 years. I'm 35. I'm still my mom's middle child, and in some ways, she don't look at me like I'm 35. I'm still five you know what i'm saying so children are a long time decision that should be made Planned with out. care yeah yeah all yeah that. so now you have you know you have your you know kiara and you have an, your next because i know you want more kids you have an opportunity to make that decision the right way and and you know what and like because i just felt like it for a second like i was gonna like get all emotional and start crying but i really and that's feel okay if all, you right, do. all right all right i but... will not judge you i'm your friend i'm here now we got to put like put the the thing. No, I'm not gonna let it burn. We ain't gonna listen, man. We off that. We off that. Men gotta be tough all the time. We don't go through pain. We don't. We off that. If you need to cry and we need to cut the camera off so you can cry, I will hold you. I will hold you and you can heave. What I what I what I what I feel very at the moment is proud of myself for being accountable either way it go. Right. Either way it go and. And I don't, I don't hold no ill will towards her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like I, I know that there's no way. Like I feel more for her than anybody. Like you know, because she yeah. knew without a shadow of a doubt, right? That this was, this was it. Um, and I feel like this whole situation has taught me. Yeah. I don't look at, I don't, I don't, I don't really receive losses no more. It's all lessons. Like yes. there's a reason. 
It just yeah. happened. There's a reason why I had to get drugged through this. Maybe to see the severity <laughs> and to know that you playing Listen, with your life, man, bro. If you, you, you are whatever age you are right. and you're a young man or a young woman, you're listening to this. Maybe you came here from all death because you follow us and you haven't had to go through this. Bruh, this ain't no walk in the park. This is life. This is bringing in a new life or at the very worst, altering your life. Even a sexually transmitted disease alters your life, you know, especially if it's one of the more serious or incurable ones. You know what I'm saying? So this is not a decision that you should make lightly. And you did that. And that's why you're in this situation. This is not not, not shading you. Uh. I'm just saying. So if you're listening and you are thinking about that, nobody ever thinks about this moment. You think about what's about to happen in five minutes and what I want to feel in five minutes. You're not thinking about what you were going to feel in nine months or a year. God forbid the baby is sickly or whatever, anything. You're, nobody's ever thinking that far down the line. We're very thinking in the moment, but every decision has consequences, positive or negative. And your life is the result of the consequences of your decisions, good or bad. You cannot outrun karma either way. Listen, you can't outrun your own feet. That's from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. What are you? But he had made some stick-on shoes. And he cut out, right? He, he said that, though. He had made some stick-on shoes, and he couldn't get them off. And he said, nobody can outrun their own feet. And that's so true because your feet are attached to you, and you are attached to your life and your decisions. So, listen. This, we, so, we, hey, listen, listen. We, this, I'm glad I shared this with you, and I don't regret any of it. I don't regret any moment of it. I feel like the world is a better place with Jada Reagan in the hair. And I feel like that's dope. And um, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all we, right. Like, I, I really feel that in my spirit. I feel like, nah. Like, I've, I've just been prepped too much for the moment to, to, to crumple right. underneath it. I know it, it, this is just teaching me, like, you got to confront it. Go yeah. find out. Figure it out. Yes. And then deal with it. Like, this was the worst case scenario for me. I let myself feel that. I'm going to let myself feel it. For the however long it takes to feel it, right. I'm gonna hurt over this. I may cry, shed a tear. That's that's all right. That's all. That's many. okay. But because I'm confronting how I feel about it, and I definitely want to employ this not just to the young people, just to the any people about out there, like that. And that is the reason I wanted to be transparent about this because I feel like we all cripple ourselves acting like we we know what we're doing right. and we don't. Like, right. It's okay to just be honest right. about what's going on. And I if I got it yeah, they say that, you know, smart people learn from their own mistakes. Brilliant people learn from other people's mistakes. Just be able to yes. say like I see this dude and he did that. Like I don't want to be like this is real anguish. Like, you know, I'm keeping yeah. it tough. Like I'm being like this is this hurts. He gonna cry in the and, car. Absolutely. And you know, and I'm gonna have to deal with this and I'm gonna have to wear this yes. because I gotta be accountable for whatever I do. So just make sure you are making better decisions there so you don't have to deal with what it is later. Yes. That's the reason why I wanted absolutely. to be honest about it and have that honest conversation. And I'm happy that I know it yeah. this has been over my head <sighs> nine for months. seven, eight months. Yeah. And I feel better. And that drive home gonna be blurry. It's gonna be. It's you gonna need windshield wipers over your it. eyes. But that's what we do here at Righteous and Ratchet. Our we life tell the is truth. a testimony, and there's we are. ministry in transparency. Yes. And I'm glad y'all were here to listen to the mental anguish that Doughboy's been through. Oof. And I'm here for you. I love you. You know, I love you back. And, and, and thank we love y'all all y'all out there. Woo! Please, if you do nothing else for us, just share the video. Like it, comment, um, rate the podcast. Rate we can it. Stay in the top two. And, order. and this, this is this is going to be the first episode of 2019. So that's how Happy we're kicking new this year. off. Happy New Year! New Year, new me for new you, you needs to be good decisions. Good this every day.
all for good decisions. Shoot. All exactly like you all know, of us. You don't need to be eating spaghetti for breakfast. What are you doing, huh? <laughs> I just came over the other day. He was eating a spaghetti taco. I'm like, who eats spaghetti tacos? <laughs> But we lit out here. Oh, Righteous Ratchet, please hop in the comments. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Did it help you? Did it help you get through something? We hope that it did. That's why we did it. And let us know your questions. If you got any questions for us, do you want them answered? Go to I am Doughboy TV at Gmail. That's D-O-B-O-Y for Doughboy. We love you all. I have been Doughboy. I've been Kev on stage. We'll see you next week. Wow. Wow. I know. Wow. I know.